When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 224, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says God is raising a new generation of kingdom-minded entrepreneurs committed to serving others while bringing glory to him. Amen. And joining me on today's show is Faith Mitten. Faith is a trademark attorney who runs a virtual law firm based in New York City. And she helps business coaches enhance their visibility by locking down their exclusive rights to use the branded names, phrases, and designs that are essential to their coaching identity. She's a believer in Christ and she has been since the tender age of eight. She's learned early the value of being led by the Spirit of God and living for Him completely. Faith isn't just her name, it's her way of life. Now on today's show, Faith is going to share Seek God's Direction. She's going to talk more about Proverbs 3 verse 6. She's going to talk about independence is folly. God created us to be interdependent and that is to rely on each other for support and help. She's also going to talk about how closed doors can be a blessing and so much more. Welcome to the show, Faith. Oh, look, it is an absolutely honor for us to be able to feature you today. Some of the things you want to talk about today are so very important and often missed from a point of view of trademark. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that, maybe towards the end of the show. Very important. But also, too, I love that uh, you've said, you know, faith just isn't your name. It's a way of life. And as we know, you know, throughout the Bible, it says we have to walk by faith and not through sight. So being named Faith, I think, is just uh, all so wonderful. So share a little bit more about your journey to entrepreneurship. Was it always something that you'd had in the back of your mind or were there specific circumstances that led you to open up your now virtual law firm? Yeah, absolutely. Um, entrepreneurship is something that has always been in my heart. I um, grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. My dad, he is an immigrant, came to this country um, from Nigeria with $4 in his pocket. Wow. And by the grace of God, has built you know, a multi-million dollar enterprise um, through entrepreneurship. And so I've taken a page out of his book um, and, and the idea to um, start something that would help others but allow me to also bring glory to God has always been in my heart. Yeah. Um, so the the um, idea for my business uh, came to me about you know, two or three years ago, and something that I've been working on 
over the, the course of those two years. Um, and, you know, God is so faithful in, in organizing and ordering my steps to the right people and the right opportunities that mm-hmm. I could start my business. Um, a couple of months ago, actually, I opened my, my doors officially in December of 2017. Um, and I opened my law practice. After having practiced law in different organizations for a number of years, I felt that it was finally time for me to step out on my own mm-hmm. um, and develop this business um, that would give me the freedom to really integrate my faith mm-hmm. into my work um, and allow me to help others, particularly around the area of trademark, um, yeah. and help them grow and build their businesses to the glory of God as well. Yes. And I love the way that we've said in the introduction, and I'm just going to repeat that, God is raising a new generation of kingdom-minded entrepreneurs committed to serving others while bringing glory to him. And I know for many of us who have gone to church for as long as we can remember, many of us were born into the church, there isn't often much discussion about business and and faith and obviously the kingdom of God. Yet I'm not saying that they are completely don't talk about it because it's not important. It's just something that often is not uh, shared. So I think, you know, out there in the mission field, as often we are called to do, is to to speak about or bring, um, you know, Christ-like, um, you know, the way that in which we do our work. And that can certainly bring glory to him. But I love the way you said that because that's one of the reasons why we started the show. So let's talk about seeking God's direction. You mentioned Proverbs 3, uh, verse 6. And you say that this acknowledges him in all of your ways and he will direct your paths. And you said just not so long ago that you can really see how God opened doors and ordered your steps as, as well. So share a little bit more about this. Sure. Um, you know, God is so amazing. Um, there, there, you know, the scripture says that it's right the way that seems right to us, mm-hmm. but God knows um, the right step that we should take. And um, in starting my business, I think when I initially started, or just even before I, I fully entered into my, my journey as an entrepreneur, I was really relying on my own smart, if I'm totally honest. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of things in life. I've figured things out on my own. What's going to be different about, about this? Um, but, you know, entrepreneurship is a different, it's a different beast, it's a different struggle. And it took me, it took God humbling me mm-hmm. um, and going through some disappointments and going through some challenges to realize, you know what, I need to depend on God. Like, why would I put myself in a position to rely only on myself when I have the connection to the creator of the universe and he knows the plan that he has for me? Um, and so I really had to learn the value of seeking mm-hmm. the face of God, making him the priority instead of putting him on the back burner mm-hmm. and, you know, asking for things here and then. Like when I made him the center of my focus and began to um, align my will with his, um, things became so much clearer for me. Yeah. And I think it's important for entrepreneurs, when you're starting your business, not to think about, you know, I want to make more money or, you know, I want to do something that I'm passionate about. Try to understand what the will of God is for your life because mm. if you are in the center of his will things start to fall into place when you're doing things your own way though you know you can struggle yeah, <laughs> for a long yes. time so um that's why i say it's important to seek the face of god seek mm. the will of god he does talk he speaks in this day and age and i'm a testament to that 
um, he wants to order your steps and guide you. So he's waiting for you to just reach out. Mm. Yeah, so, so true. And, uh, you know, how as you were explaining that, I can look back to my life and, and see absolutely that um, as well. And he just waits patiently for us to go around and around and around. And it's, oh, you're here again, are you? Kind of thing. It's like, yes, Lord, sorry. Because we are very, we, we, we often have many years of experience in our field. We think, you know, these are the steps. I'm going to do this, get into action. Yeah. And then something happens. And so often you are right. We go to God with a whole list of prayers, don't we? Can you do this? Can you do this? Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, well you know and I think what you said which is so key when we think about the the overall kingdom of God and where he's moving there are obviously things we just do not know or understand and and probably that's good because if we knew all of his plans we would probably kind of take a step back and say really Um, but how he can use us and move in us and through us to impact others I think will depend very much on how much we do uh, rely on him because there are certain challenges and situations if I look through you know even in my personal life that if it weren't for being able to lean on him and uh, there was just be no way that I could have gone through that and I think often we look at situations and we think why am I going through this again when we do step back and I'd love for you to share a little bit about some of your experiences we realize that when we are willing to pray and and for some of us there may be instances where we have to say Lord you have to forgive me I was trying to do that on my own I didn't turn to your word didn't seek you first when we do that and we ask for his his strength he can work in us in such ways that there would be it would just be impossible for us to do and learnings and shaping of our character that we really need in the next season and growth of our business. Have you experienced that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it is it is so key to understand that um, we're not disconnected from the, the plan of God mm. um, and that he wants to integrate us into, um, you know, a, a bigger purpose that he's trying to accomplish in this world like as as we are in this world we represent Christ um and so when we sort of take things on our own um and try to work through our own issues and our own problems and our challenges and our businesses on our own we, we miss an opportunity to really connect to the vision and the plan and purpose of God um and and you know, it's something that I, I struggled with early on. Mm. Um, so I mentioned my business started in December and um, I was really focused on, you know, promoting myself and trying to get myself out there, but not realizing, um, you know, there, when, when God puts something in your heart to do, it isn't by coincidence or by happenstance. Mm. It is for a specific reason. And I was resisting the direction that God was taking me in. So for instance, um, you know, I wanted to do a whole bunch of things mm. and serve a whole bunch of people. Um, and I found myself struggling, stretching myself too thin because that wasn't what God had told me to do. Um, there was a particular desire that he put in me. And it's, it's funny. Sometimes we think, you know, too spiritually. Um, mm. And it's like, you know, God can tell me to do that. God doesn't care about that, but he does. Mm. And he he's so intimately concerned with the 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 things that happen in our lives and shaping our lives, that it's so important to listen to him. So early on, God told me to focus on trademarks, mm-hmm. but I kind of was, you know, oh, no, that's not enough. You know, I need to be doing this and that and this and that. Um, but as I've been as I've been sort of focusing on what God told me to do and aligning my, my 
my business with the purpose that God put for me, I'm starting to see so many people come to me and think it's so helpful. The information that you give me, the advice that you give me, mm. um, it's so helpful. And I'm seeing that this is where God wanted me to be. And I had over-spiritualized things and mm. sort of taken myself away from what God wanted me to do in the, sense, in the name of my own reasoning yes. and my own logic. And yeah. so, um, yeah, it's so important to understand that God's will is paramount and he does speak to us. Mm -hmm. um, and he wants to connect us to his purpose. And he uses our life and our businesses and our experiences, our skills, our talents. All of it isn't by coincidence. It is by the perfect design of God. Mm -hmm. um, and he is using that to take us where we ought to go and have the impact that we ought to have. Yeah, so true. And, you know, sometimes in the direction where you feel God is is really guiding you can make absolute no sense. I mean, when you think of yeah. maybe Noah building this ark, you know, in the middle of, and he was mocked, you know, people came from around the community and, and really said, what are you doing, you know? And so that may very well be, you know, a season that some of us are going through where there's things that are happening and you're really feeling called a certain way and think this just doesn't make sense. But we often can't see um, what's going to happen and where God is positioning mm -hmm. us. And, and, and when we take that step of faith, I think God, and, and you too, I'm sure, Faith, once you decided, you know what, I will niche a little bit more. I will really start yeah. to speak into the area of trademarks. Then God met you and he sent you, as you said, the people, potential clients, and you really can see that you were elevating your voice, your message into that particular area. And that really is marketing also too, isn't it? One, 101, yeah. the more we niche. And often <laughs> as business owners, we think the opposite. We think, oh, if I provide and cast a wide net, I'll get lot, a lot more clients where actually the opposite happens. So he was pretty yeah. smart in, in giving you that strategy uh, for sure. So that that's great. Let's talk about independence is folly. What do you mean about that? Yeah, this is something that has been a struggle for me. I think my entire life I'm a very independent person. It's just very difficult for me to ask for help mm -hmm. because, you know, I just think that I, I can do it all. Um, and that isn't, that isn't the will of God. That isn't the plan of God. Um, we all are given our spiritual gifts. We're all given our, our talents and our skills and they complement each other. That's why we're part of the body of Christ, right? The head can't do what the feet can't do. Um, you know, every part has its function. And so when we think that, um, we can do it all on our own, we don't have to ask for help or seek, um, uh, advice from others. Um, we're really not, um, we're not going to get where we need to be. Mm. We're going to struggle much more than we need to. Um, and we're going to face many more difficulties than are meant for us to face because we aren't willing to say, I need help. I need someone else with this um, uh, bundle of expertise to guide me and to advise me. Um, and so that's why I say independence is folly. God meant for us to have communities. Mm -hmm. um, he meant for us to connect with each other and to align each other's strengths. Um, and, and that's why we are a part of a body. Um, and so it's so important as an entrepreneur not to isolate yourself, especially because so much of what we do, um, so much of our struggle as entrepreneurs is in our minds. Mm -hmm. um, and if we isolate ourselves from people who can help us, you know, we let the devil speak to us and our own um, self-doubt and anxiety speak to us when others could help to support us and to strengthen us. Um, and so we need community. We mm. need, you know, a tribe of people who can speak into us and we can't speak to ourselves, who can pray for us and we can't pray for ourselves. 
who can advise about our blind spots mm -hmm. um, and who can, we can pour into as well. Yes. It's not just about receiving, 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 right? You need to be in a position to give um, of yourself, mm -hmm. of your time, of your talent to help someone else in their journey as well. So that's why I say independence is folly. God intends for us to be connected with others, mm. to bless others and be blessed in return. Yeah, so true. And as you're speaking uh, about that, and it is so important, you know, I think isolation, we can often allow our mindset. And if that something doesn't work out well, we can have ourselves thinking, well, you know, I'm not good enough. Maybe entrepreneurship is not for me. This didn't work. I'm a failure. All of that. Whereas, you know, someone might be able to point out, well, if we tweak this, we can have a much different outcome. Something else that I often yeah. see entrepreneurs that we tend to do is we try and stretch ourselves too thin we try and you know educate ourselves in certain areas that are best left to someone else who has that gifting that yeah. strength that talent is that something I mean obviously when you're starting out in, in business there are there's a certain level of income a certain level of, of capital that we can call upon but I think one of the things as entrepreneurs and business owners we have to have that mindset of, of hiring team, of investing in other people mm -hmm. to support us so that we can focus on doing what we do best and serving our clients in, in the area that we've really been gifted in. How is that playing out for you? Is that something that you consider as, as well moving forward as you're growing your business? Oh, absolutely. I have had to learn that you know my time is valuable mm. and I can spend my time trying to do everything but I will be spinning my wheels and not using my time to the best of, of my abilities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, God gave me particular skills and particular expertise, and I need to focus on developing that yeah. and serving my clients around that. And so wherever I can, I am learning to sort of, you know, delegate things to sort mm -hmm. of outsource them if need to. I'm a solopreneur. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I can use technology to simplify my life, I use it. Like I use virtual, you know, calendaring systems, yeah. the virtual um, receptionist. You know, it just makes it so much easier for um, me to do the things that I need to do if I'm not sort of doing every little thing in my business. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to um, the financial part of my business, you know, I don't handle my bookkeeping. Someone else needs to handle that. You know, yeah. you need to focus on your zone of genius, um, focus on the skills that God gave you um, and develop them and yeah. know when to delegate to someone else because, you know, your time is limited. You don't want to spend all your time working. No. You know, that in your be, being in your business, being an entrepreneur is one aspect of your life, but you have family, you have ministry, you have people that you can help and serve outside of business. So don't tax yourself by trying to do every possible thing under the sun. Yeah. Learn to delegate. It's hard to give control <laughs> to someone. So <laughs> like we want to so keep true. the reins, yeah. but you know, it's not always the best thing. Yeah, you know, I think as business, <laughs> it's so true and, and you know, re-emphasize. And I'm, I, it's so great to hear you speak about your bookkeeping because I think that's often one thing that as entrepreneurs, we try and, and, and struggle through, manage ourselves. And I remember a colleague of mine for years was doing a bookkeeping and we kept saying a group of us, when are you going to outsource that? And she finally did. And she said, you know, what took me hours of work to do took a bookkeeper one and a half hours. But I don't think we, we really calculate the cost the overall cost because not only was she struggling and taking her twice as long if not three or four times as long to do the bookkeeping it was the energy leading up to it thinking about oh I've got to do that bookkeeping I mean if you add all of that up and then the, the stuff that you're not able to focus on uh, which is where your your expertise best is to be focused 
that's a lot of you know money and and time and energy that you're wasting so very very important lesson there another lesson that we can often learn and this can be painful through the process is disappointments things that don't turn out as we expected and you say closed doors can be a blessing share more about this oh absolutely i think this is a lesson that i i have learned um over the course of my life, not just as an entrepreneur. God mm. started teaching me this lesson, I would say, you know, as early as college, and some mm. high school, even some cases in high school. Um, but, you know, all of us have dreams and goals and we want to accomplish. And it can be so devastating when things don't turn out the way that we expect. You know, but as I mentioned earlier, you commit your ways to the Lord. God ultimately knows mm. um, where you need to be and how you need to get there. And have had to learn that um you know a closed door is not the end of the world mm -hmm. it really isn't sometimes it's the best thing that can happen to you um and this is sort of you know pre-entrepreneurship but i remember when i was um graduating from law school and i was seeking employment i wanted to do a very specific type of thing i had a very mm -hmm. clear um idea about what i wanted my career to look like and so i was seeking for employment um in that area and i couldn't find any mm. and i went everywhere searched high and low applications all around and everywhere that i went i was rejected mm. and i said you know i'm a christian i believe in god i pay my tithes you know i serve god faithfully how could god let me be disappointed like this how mm -hmm. could he let me be disgraced like this not knowing that god was closing all of those doors to open a door mm. that was exactly what I wanted and had any of the doors that I wanted to go through had been open, I would have gone through them yeah. and I would have missed an incredible opportunity. And so it's so important to trust God when doors close mm. and when things don't go the way that you think that they should go. Mm. Um, because first, it's so easy to cue God and say, how could you? And I've trusted you. I, I relied upon you. How could you let me be disappointed like this? But, you know, and, and you look at the you know, the, the pay charts of the Bible, look at people like, you know, Abraham mm. and how he trusted God and it seemed like doors were closed for him, but God ultimately wanted to show himself strong mm -hmm. and um, use him mightily. Um, and so we can, we can take um, courage from the word of God and from other people's experiences and we see closed doors and we experience them. They're not meant to destroy us. Mm. They're not meant to, um, you know, uh, be a judgment on who we are. Um, and and um, to allow the the enemy to um, say that he has victory over us, no, that's not what a closed door is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need to fight through and push through when something doesn't go right. Um, that doesn't mean that you know everything is always fine all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but there are other instances in which God closes doors strategically in order to position us for the greatest good. And yes. so I've had to learn when something doesn't go the way that I think it should to seek the face of God and say, okay, God. Where am I now? Mm. You know, this didn't open the way that I thought it would. So what is my next step? And God speaks and he answers and he dies. So mm. it's so important when you experience um, that disappointment, that first wave when it washes over you, don't let it overwhelm you. Mm -hmm. Go to the throne of God 
and ask for direction because he is there willing to give it to you. Yeah, so, so true. And, you know, sometimes I've learned um, over the, the years and I've, I've had many doors closed <laughs> or, and, 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 you know, sometimes you try and reopen those doors and he's like, that door <laughs> is not opening, move on, you know. And yeah. sometimes, you know, when you, when you do bring it to him in prayer and you do ask for direction, you'll often see doors closing because you need to let go of things that are going, you know, on in your life. And he says, child, you're not, you, you need to close that door first. That opportunity is not for you. And he has something, you know, much greater. The beautiful thing is, of course, that even in our messes, and I've made many decisions over the, the years, have many, many, you know, stories that I think, yeah, I could have saved myself a lot of time and headache. The beautiful thing now is that, you know, often we can, in, in hindsight, look at how God has used those messes to now really create something much deeper, wider, stronger, far more, um, you know, he can use that and turn that around. And so, and I say that because sometimes as individuals, we can look at that, we can feel guilt, we can feel shame. We know we don't need to because, you know, we bring that to him in prayer. We're forgiven. It is, you know, let's just move on then and uh, we can certainly move forward. Share with us a little bit. I don't think as many business owners know the absolute importance of trademarking something. And an, and, and an example was given to me by someone here in, in Australia about how we can be using a term or um, something in our business. And then if someone else trademarks that, even though we're using it, they can then have us shut down and say, you cannot use that anymore. You cannot use that logo, that kind of thing. And in that instance, we often don't recognize the importance of trademarking something. So share a little bit more about that uh, if you would, Faith, and then of course we'll end by sharing how people can connect with you and find out further. So talk a little bit, why should we get something trademarked? Oh, absolutely. Um, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, it's important for you to maintain your visibility, right? In order for you to attract your clients, they need to be able to recognize you and pick you out in the marketplace. Um, and so some of the ways that businesses do that are by, you know, using really cool and trendy business names or using a tagline that, you know, really resonates with your ideal client or a logo that's really neat and um, that lets people know immediately, okay, I know this is this business. Mm -hmm. um, trademarks are um, these, these brand identifiers like your business name, like your logo, like your tagline that help um, your, your clients, your customers know who you are and pick out your business. Um, and the thing about trademark rights, you know, there are trademarks all over the world. Each, each country has their own sort of system for determining how trademark rights are assigned and how, um, you know, they can be retained. Um, in the U.S., the agency that's responsible for that is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Mm. Um, but there are different kinds of trademark rights. And the one thing that you do not want to do as an entrepreneur is to begin to invest in a brand that you cannot protect. So the example that you gave of someone, you know, who is, let's say, you know, this person is selling a product, for instance, and they're printing, you know, a logo or the name of their business all over their product. And then, you know, they start to promote it and sell it. And then they get a cease and desist letter from someone saying, actually, we own trademarks to this thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can actually sell that and you have to destroy all of your merchandise. That's yes. not what you want to happen after you've taken time to invest in your business. 
Um, even if you are a service-based business, you know, you're using particular phraseology or uh, particular words to uh, articulate the value that you offer. Um, you don't want someone else to come in and say, actually, I've been using this forever, mm. and so you can't use it. You want to ensure that as you are building your brand, you are building a brand that can be protected. And you also want to ensure that other people aren't stepping in and sort of leveraging off of the hard work that you've done mm -hmm. um, and using branding that's similar to yours because then that will sort of muddy your visibility and make it more difficult for you to stand out and attract the customers that you need. Um, and so this is where federal trademarks, at least in the U.S., come into play yes. to help you protect that brand. I, I like to think of trademarks as being both a sword and a shield. Mm. So they protect you from people who say, um, you know, actually, this is my trademark. I've been using this all this while. If you have that federal trademark, you actually can say, no, I have, you know, <laughs> locked down these rights. And so, therefore, I can't really give much credence to your claim. Yes. Um, on the other hand, they are a sword to protect you from other people who sort of encroach on your branding or who infringe on your rights um, mm. because that will confuse your customers and make it difficult for people to identify your business and recognize it in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, so federal trademarks are incredibly important as you begin to sort of develop your business. You start to thinking about how you market and how you attract your clients. Um, you know, trademarks are entirely a tool of, of advertising law. Mm -hmm. And so you want to ensure that um, as you're advertising and as you are attracting your clients, you're taking the appropriate steps to protect your investment. Yes. That is essentially what a trademark is. It is um, a way for you to protect the investment that you have made mm -hmm. in developing your brand and in building your business yeah so true and uh, there was a guest that i had on the show one another of my podcasts who had for years been using a special phrase within her introduction and of course that was on her bios it was on her podcast everywhere then she got a letter she had to remove it now that were years of and she and uh, years and years of content and time and money invested and she said, if only I had have known. And that's often can happen, unfortunately, to businesses who don't recognize that, the importance of that. So I'm glad you shared that, Faith. So Faith, if someone is listening today or watching and thinks, oh, I, I need to, to talk to her, what's the best way to connect with you? Sure, you can head over to my website. Um, it's just my, my last name, the letter M as in Mary, I as in Igloo. Um, T as in Thomas, T as in Thomas, O as in Oscar, N as in Nancy, law.com. So that's mittenlaw.com. Um, I set up my website in a very easy to navigate way. And so you mm -hmm. can click through step one, step two, step three. If you're thinking about um, filing for a federal trademark, it's important to know the process. Um, and so I, I like to be very clear about that. And you can find all that information on my website. Also, if you'd like to connect with me on social media, um, I'm very active on Instagram. It's my favorite platform. You can find me there at Faith Mitten Law. That's, that's it. That's just my name, Faith mm -hmm. Mitten with the word law. And that's my 
and the one on Instagram. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those details on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE224. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Faith, and sharing your testimony and um, yeah, just how God has really supported you in, in your journey into entrepreneurship and certainly a little bit about uh, the information that you specialize in, which of course is trademarks. One of the things that I'm doing at the end of each show is just ending the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today, Faith? Oh, absolutely. Okay, let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Faith today and just to hear her testimony. Lord, we're just so reminded that even though we are building businesses, that we need to seek you first, need to seek your direction, your will. And uh, it's such a great reminder how you have really shown up for Faith and supported her in creating a business where she can now go and support other business owners in really securing and protecting their their IP and their trademark, of course. Father, we just want to uphold faith in the work that she's doing in prayer. We continue to bless her work and the clients that she is working with. And we just, um, yeah, just thank you for the time that we got to spend with her today and hearing her share her insights. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the, the show, Faith. It's been an absolute pleasure and many blessings for the continued work that you do in the kingdom. Amen. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Take care. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out. Be heard. Influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.